at this time of year as we join in celebrating the birth of our Lord, we often think of family and often get together with family and have many traditions that connect together with this. And we have just heard the listing of generations of a family, some 42 generations spanning some 1800 or so years. And if you find great joy in your family and in being together and in recalling times past and experiencing multiple generations together at the same time and rejoicing in the gifts given and received, well then Christmas is for you. Because there is so much good and joyful that happened in this family through those centuries. And when we read through the Old Testament, we're able to, to read generation by generation, not everyone, but many of them appear there. This includes a line of kings who did many good things for the people, God's chosen people, the people of Israel. So there is much joy within this story of these generations. And yet, that isn't the whole story, is it? Because we know that sometimes families carry difficulties, arguments, hurts, griefs, disappointments. Sometimes they're broken. Sometimes they're separated. And this, too, is part of the story. There's different generations, different of these names, fathers and sons, who had problems with each other, even coming to violence. There's others that were sometimes faithful to the Lord or not. We can trace it generation by generation so that among those kings, Uzziah and Jotham were faithful to the Lord, but then Ahaz was not. And Hezekiah was, but then Manasseh was not. His father and son took different paths. And so if in your life, in your family or in your personal life, if you find that things sometimes are bad, well, then Christmas is for you. But sometimes it gets even worse than that, doesn't it? In the, this, this listing of the generations, we notice that there are four women named. Now, obviously, there were women involved in every single generation, but just four. And it's interesting that out of those four, three of the four the stories involving them involved sexual immorality or even sexual violence. This happened in this family. A different grouping, three out of those four, the women came from Gentile peoples, that is, not the people of Israel, which raises a complication because the Gentile people sometimes were problems for the Israelites, fighting against them or drawing them into worship of false gods. But in this case, these particular three, that didn't happen. Some of them, such as Ruth, were incredibly faithful. And so there is the ugly and there is certainly complicatedness. And if that's part of your life, if you feel that things have gotten ugly, 
things done to you so that you're hurt or you're grieving, or perhaps you feel distance or ashamed or like you've taken the wrong path, well then Christmas is for you. The good, the bad, the ugly, the complicated. This is the human story. There's something else that happens in this story, which is God's action in it. Because as we trace these generations, we see as he called Abraham, revealed himself to him, and over these years, helped the people to know who he was, to know how to live, to know truths about themselves and the universe, raised up a great king, King David, and his successors after him and promised that more was coming. Another descendant of David, as we heard St. Paul preaching in the second reading, who would one day do great things, entirely new things, entirely closer relationship with him, all these things he was dropping clues through the prophets. He was acting. He was intervening in this human story working things out, though each person had the chance to say yes, to cooperate or not. God acts in this human family story, and he acts in our story too. But what we're here tonight to celebrate is that he then did something quite unexpected, that went beyond merely acting, something that no one could have figured out in advance, though there were clues that make sense in retrospect, which was that he would decide to become part of that family himself. That God the Father the first person of the Trinity, would give God the Son the second person of the Trinity, that God the Son would lower himself from the heights of Godhead, the height of divinity, to take on human nature and to be born one of us, uniting in himself divine nature and human nature together in one person and placing himself into the arms of the human family. There's one song that seeks to express things that may have gone on in the mind and heart of the Virgin Mary that says at one point, all this time we've waited for the promise. All this time you've waited for my arms. Did you wrap yourself inside the unexpected to show us that love would go that far. We know about the story of Mary and Joseph, and it has the good, the joy of Mary receiving the message from the angel Gabriel, of having the Son of God within her, of sharing that joy with her relative Elizabeth. And then it has the bad and the ugly, as we heard about Joseph's confusion, his suspicions, his fear, and even his plan to divorce her. 
And it has its complications, doesn't it? As at the most inconvenient moment, the census made them travel to Bethlehem when she was nine months pregnant. And then the normal place where travelers stayed, there was no room, so they had to stay where the animals were and put Jesus in a feeding trough. The good, the bad, the ugly, the complicated, and the Son of God himself. In their arms, in their hearts, in their family. No matter which of these you've been experiencing lately, Christmas is for you. Our Lord Jesus was born for you. Our Lord Jesus places himself in your arms trusting you and bringing his divine life and power and healing to work in your heart, in your life. You heard such beautiful words in the first reading. And truly it applies as we receive this gift of our Lord Jesus. You shall be called by a new name. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, for the Lord delights in you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. Jesus, our Lord, was born in Bethlehem for you. All this time, we've waited for your promise. All this time, you've waited for my arms. Did you wrap yourself inside the unexpected to show us that love would go that far? Be born in me.